0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Board NBA YouTube channel today for Pick and Roll Thursday. Trying to fire in some NBA bets. Sorry for the late start for this one. Just took a little bit extra time to make sure the play was right for you guys. And uh, the picks have been rolling this week, five and two weeks so far, looking to build on that one official play coming a little bit later on today. If you've been tailing the picks, having fun cashing with Pips's plays, and make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Subscribe to the board NBA. Help us on road to 600 subscribers on this channel. And remember as well to smash the like button if you find yourself enjoying the content along the way. Furthermore, if you're on if you're on any podcast platform listening in on this one, please take a minute to rate and review five stars when you are finished watching. But the picks, like I said, they've been rolling this week. Unfortunately, the injury bug from last week has kind of hit us again this week. In what might have been a sweep. If it wasn't for that injury in this one, I would say it probably would have been. But uh, we will never know. Let's pull up the record, however, and reveal how great of a season it has been. 70 and 46 in the season, up to 16 added units, 12.2% ROI. Uh, Phenomenal numbers. Uh, And it maybe would have been even better if Lamelo Ball didn't leave the game injured because he had 13 points and only 20 minutes of playtime. Alfred Shangoon smashed this line. Uh, obviously, Pips, a Rockets fan, your eyes are on this one. Did this go? Did this one go as you thought it would?
1: Yeah, everything went as I thought. Like even in the first half, Lamelo hit 13 points at the halftime with four for shooting four for 16. Like he was oh. four of 16 and still on the pace to cover. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I, like. My, like, my thoughts were like, okay, we have a great matchup for Melo. No one will just make any, like, the... so I expected like 25 or more field goal items. And with so many trees and shooting it up efficient, like it was easy to smash this line. But unfortunately, the injury looked terrible. The moment it happened, I knew he's done and probably done for wouldn't be surprised if he's done for a couple of weeks because he hurt like the ankle that he already missed so so much time and it looked terrible like i was scared the leg is broken when it happened it it, it looked like terrible so yeah just unfortunate
0: yeah um tough on that one i mean the, the bet aside i feel really bad for Lamelo, who's been out already missed some time and uh gonna miss apparently some more time with this one and he's such a bright and young player it really hurts to see a guy so uh, preliminary in their development even a player as good as him see some time away uh but let's also talk about the two winners we'll first go to the jalen brunson one uh jalen brunson we went early on the show it actually uh Last time I checked, it did not move as we kind of thought it would. However, it did not stop the play from winning, even though the line did not change. Over 25.5 points, covered easily for Brunson, who gets 32 against the Wizards. Jalen Brunson, um, first of all, your thoughts of this one. Second of all, does he have candidacy to make an Eastern Conference all-star spot this year?
1: Yeah, that's actually a a good point. He's having an unbelievable season, but he needs to up his numbers a little bit more. Like he's on 22 and a half points per game with six assists. So I don't know how is that compared to Paris Halliburton and James Harden. I think still like that's a great season, but the talent is so big that yeah. it's very difficult to make it, uh, it with th- these kind of numbers. So I doubt it, but Knicks hype can be huge and everyone loves Branson, so we never know. But yeah, he's playing amazing. It was another great game, but actually a very poor game from from the from the Knicks losing at home to Washington Wizards so was like not 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 great. Uh, but they had so many games over the last like they had they had six games in nine days. That was the sixth game in nine, day, nine days, and every starter is playing like forty plus minutes every night, and they had two back-to-back games. Yeah, they were just tired. Yeah, just just tired, and yeah, but great game from Julian Brunson, nonetheless.
0: Yeah, since the first batch of All-Star voting returned, and the only Knicks player showcased at all was, funny enough, Derrick Rose. Uh, I mean, fans love Derrick Rose. That's why. Since then, though, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson individually have been on a tear. So if Brunson is going to kind of sneak into the All-Star game, it will be as a result of really peaking at the right time during the voting process. So uh, props to him for that. And then this one will kind of segue us into our discussion as well. But the Hawks took on the Mavericks yesterday. Christian Wood went over his line pretty comfortably. DeJounte Murray also comfortably went over this line It just seemed like we got some really good prices on these two players, Wood more so for matchup. Dejounte Murray weirdly getting him at 13 and a half for such a consistent player was great to see. And I'm sure that's how you felt watching this game.
1: Yeah, actually Wood had a huge foul trouble and still managed to, to cover this line. He played only three and a half minutes in the first quarter and 13 minutes overall in the first half. So, and he was yet on the pace. He had nine points in 13 minutes and then second half he covered pretty easily i expected him to finish like on the 30 points but he gets like quiet last six seven minutes but very interesting game like it was close the entire game like changing the leads and yeah great game to watch as as
0: a fan so good to see two and one record for that one good profit on that one we have an official play coming a little later but Wanted to segue us from the Atlanta and Dallas game into this conversation about a trade that took place between these two teams, famously uh, in the draft where Luka Doncic was elected third overall by the Atlanta Hawks before being traded to the Dallas Mavericks for Trey Young, who was drafted fifth overall by the Mavericks, as well as the next year's first round pick for Dallas. So Dallas gave away the fifth pick, which was Trey Young, and their first round pick from next season, which... Not that this doesn't really matter into the the trade value at the time, but that pick did become Cam Reddish. And that went to the Hawks kind of revisiting this one. People have long called this one a win-win trade. Obviously, Dallas gets the better player. However, Atlanta got the extra pick involved. Is this how you perceive this trade as a win-win for both teams?
1: Yeah, uh, I agree with that statement. Uh, they, I they disagree did, heavily. Yeah, did I like, the Under Hunter? I think it was. Was it yeah, Hunter? I think it was the, the Under Hunter.
0: Okay, I'll verify that while you speak on it.
1: Yeah. So, if you take compromise comparison between Trey Young and uh, Luka Doncic, like what's the difference? Like, okay, Luka is having amazing season so far, but it will get them nowhere. And we like we take a look at the career numbers, like it's similar. The only category where Luka Doncic is better is actually rebounds. And he has a size and Trajan doesn't like. And if you like, look at the stats, it's, it's, it's always the same. Like through shooting is the same. Luka has two more points. Uh, Trajan has one more assist. So the only difference in the stats is rebounds. Efficiency is the same, like the same efficiency career-wise like of course Luca is having better season now but if you look at the achievements they both went to the finals and uh, conference finals so what's the difference there like okay Luca had some bigger performances in, in the in, in the playoff but that, that's the way Luca played like he's one-man team like so, if I need to choose one player to carry carry my team, I'll obviously choose Luka Doncic. If I need a player to play with other stars, I'll probably choose Treyang. And the difference is also a bit on the Luka Doncic side. is He has size at least. Treyang is a small defensive ability. Luka Doncic is not positive defender, but he at least has some size and he's better on that part. And it's easier to cover Look on defense, then it's then it's very young, and I'll give everyone that. But if you are talking about offense, in my opinion, they are pretty close. I mean, this season is uh like huge in favor of of, of Luka Doncic, but if you yeah. take a look, yeah. period, this season, I'll say that their defensive game is pretty similar. And if it's the under hunter, I don't know, is, he, is it a conqueror? Is,
0: is Reddish by the way?
1: Reddish. Okay. So, so Atlanta
0: did draft Hunter in that draft, but then their other pick was Reddish, which was yeah. the, the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah,
1: yeah. If, if it was Hunter, I would say, like, no question, 50-50, but already she's, mm-hmm. like, almost out of the league. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, well, okay, yeah. My, my take on this, so agree with what you're saying about the players, but the difference between the players, in my opinion, which is why I think that this is not a win-win trade and that Dallas won the trade here, is because I think if you give Trey young, the team that the teams that Luka Doncic has played for, I don't think Dallas find anywhere near this amount of success. Like I don't think Trey young could carry this Dallas team in the way that Luka Doncic is. And I think that if you give Luka Doncic, what Trey young has been given, I think you can do more with that. Now that being said, Atlanta have gone to a conference final with Trey young and he was outstanding in that playoff run. Uh, Luka Doncic has also gotten to the same point. So by by that comparison, by that metric, they've accomplished relatively the same for playoff success. But I think that Luka Doncic is able to provide more to his team with less around him than Trey Young. I saw you kind of want to interject there.
1: Yeah, but that's the same thing I said. Like, if I want one main team, uh, team, I'll right, go with right, Luka and you, you mentioned there. that. But I don't think Luka can play with uh, can match up well with another star like that's he's. If it, if the star is like a second player that doesn't need to ball, don't need to have the ball in their hands like all the time, okay. But look without the 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 on ball reps is like useless, you know. In offense, like he can get, he needs a guy that he can rest for a couple of possession. But when you have look on the on your team, you are, like you want to go through him every time you you, you can.
0: Okay, so I'll kind of extend this towards Luka now because there's been, I saw like last week conversations about this specifically. Luka Doncic, Dallas have obviously not been able to provide him with the right real pieces around him to really take the Dallas Mavericks off. Uh, Dallas aren't exactly a bad free agent destination. They've had some success in the past. Do you think players are avoiding going to Dallas because they don't want to play with Luca, Or do you think it's been more on Dallas being unable to really secure the right pieces to to put around Doncic?
1: I think it's the latter. Like, I don't think it, there mm. are players that won't play with Luka Doncic. That, that's how uh, I take it as well. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I find that ridiculous. I, I don't think, yeah, that, I don't think that's the case. And, of course, Mavericks failed, like, terrible. But, well, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think Porzingis was one of the worst, like, you, you gave that guy money and killed yourself. Like he, he wasn't healthy, and he's not even like. But we saw like Porzingis have like great season this this year. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson has a great season this year. Like, so they are players mm-hmm. capable of doing great things, but not playing next to the Luka Doncic, which is yeah. like yeah, Luka Doncic is great to like have. For guys Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith, the guys that can create for for themselves, and then they like there was the there was the stat that like top five most wide open shot qualities. They they had like three Dallas Mavericks players there because of the Luca Doncic. Like mm-hmm. the teams collapse on him and he just creates unbelievable shots for the players. But also teams all leave them wide open because they are not a real threat. Like yeah. I mean, like, they shoot, like, 37%, 36% from wide, like, wide open corner Yeah, so.
0: Interesting. So, I, I think Dallas, it'll be more than just talent they have to look for. It's also the fit to play around Doncic. This is. Yeah.
1: Hmm. But on the end, I'll say, like, look, Doncic is a better player overall, but I'm just, like, I have some issues with both of these guys, but they are both, ama- both amazing, like, probably oh, one of, of course. the top take, 15 take, players in the league, like take out
0: the way for trey young he's spectacular as well so yeah. uh it's not like it, it's a it's a clear in my opinion it's not like it's a clear-cut win for dallas but um uh i think we can agree to disagree for, for yeah if
1: Reddish was a bit better i think <laughs> we will talk about it even more yeah uh
0: yeah. man Reddish. reddish was a weird one he had so much upside at duke and they kind of he had a bad season at duke but they're like this guy has so much ability and he just never really found it in the nba um and-
1: I way. actually don't know about I, I was a fan of him like I uh, I liked him. I mean, I don't know if I told you but Hawks are my second team after the Houston Rockets. Right, right. I watched like them a lot at time. So, I was like I was actually big on camera it's not not huge but like a good like 3D guy that can have some creation in his game and yeah. play good defense but yeah, he was just, like, tunnel vision and, like, no, no like IQ for for some good basketball.
0: There's a reason he doesn't get play time. I, I think he's talented enough to play for an NBA team, but I think, like you said, the smarts, the IQ for on sure. court like, maybe aren't quite there.
1: I, I really don't understand this situation in the Knicks. Like, he, he got there and they traded for him and – then the, he didn't even have a chance. Yeah, they changed and, the first, and he did. first for him too. <laughs> yeah, it was like I think yeah, but I was surprised like because my rockets couldn't get first for Eric Gordon, like and then they did okay. Cam Reddish is younger and talented, but more potential. But Gordon is so much better player, so I was expecting like okay we, they get one first pick for Cam Reddish, so we are getting for Gordon, and it never <laughs> happened. And, Yeah, it was. I
0: can't believe he's still at Houston all these years later. Him and uh Miles Turner every year they're gonna trade them at the deadline and then no trade happens. And I and I doubt either of them get moved this year either. It's such a weird one. Uh, okay, enough on that. Let's move into the official play for today. Only one bet. Uh, there was Pitts wasn't that big on the slate, but he did find one play with value. And uh, I don't know if you took this angle here, but Bulls. Technically at Pistons, this is a game being played in Paris, France. And Pips has gone to the French-American player, who I honestly can't believe is involved in one of the plays on this show. But uh, sorry, one mistake here. Uh, Pulling up here. Killian Hayes is the focus of the same game parlay. And (laughs) you spoke about Killian Hayes having such a good run without Cade Cunningham. Betting into
1: that here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm betting his for his confidence and him going to the friends, of course, like <laughs> I like his numbers and then we have additional angle of him going to the friends like, OK, I'm betting this one like if it doesn't hit like, OK, but I think it has some value if he's just a little bit more aggressive than usual. He's covering this line pretty easily. So I just love this spot. Chicago Bulls defense not great, but uh, let's say like Killian Hayes over eleven and a half points combined with over five and a half assists, which is minus one ten. at Revkin, getting good price. I actually love his assists no matter what. Like I was looking to pair his assists with Nikola Vucevic or Killian Hayes points, but if I can involve the same player, like it's obvious, like the thing with same game price, you are always involving two players. So. When in- injuries affect our bets way more than usual. Like but so it's 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 way better to bet one player if you like both guys, like similar. So if you bet the same player, if he gets the minutes, it 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 some people are asking how are you betting over on points and over on assists? But it is actually correlated. Like if he'll get 36 minutes, he'll get chances to clear both. Like he, he he's their main of offense now and he's great I'm actually uh, pretty amazed. I watched like, every game of, of the Pistons over the last couple of weeks. And I'm actually amazed how he creates shots easily. Like, his shot creation is, like, great. Like, one of the best in, in the entire NBA. Like, especially over the last, like, six to seven games. If we take a look at Killian numbers. He had, like, nine, six, seven. Like, he's over this line in the last seven straight games and it like six or more assists in seven straight games. And if you take a look at his assist average in January, it's eight assists a game. So he's averaging 14.6 points per game and eight assists per game over the last couple over in January. And his shooting efficiency is 46% from the field and 38% from the three and 83% from the free throw line, like all season high, all career high. Like yep. he's playing amazing and going to the friends against the Bulls. That their defense is not not that great. And I I think like I would say like uh, I don't know what to say anymore. But like I'm like huge fan. Oh, oh yeah, I know you. We were surprised. We were we were betting on Kylian case. So actually, I had last night even more amazing bet in my private group. And it was Isaac Okoro over on by PRA. Did it hit? I was betting Isaac Okoro over on PRAs, and he cleared it almost at the halftime. Like, yeah,
0: that was amazing. You know, so, I, I'm, joking Okoro, Sorry, but, I'm joking about it. Sorry, I'm joking about it, but it all, in for, actuality, as you go ahead, you go ahead.
1: Yeah, I think it's some messing up on the on stream because of the, of the uh, voice. So, Kevin Hayes had four shot four for four from three points, and like he's actually shooting now thirty four percent on the season, and he's shooting just. Let me get the number. I actually wrote it down just a minute. Just a second, just a second. So he's shooting 19, 19 for 34 from three over the last 14 games. So that's almost 60% over the last 14 games from three. Isaac Okoro, like, that, that's, if he can continue shooting like 38 and yeah. more percent, like, Cavs have great wing player. I thought, like, last game, I talked about his amazing defense, the CJ McCollum. So if he can do mm-hmm. th- that kind of defense with shooting the ball, like he, da- he did and some cut, he's a great cutter and finish at, finisher at the rim and great in running transition. So if he can cannot three, sh- th- th- three 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 three-point shooting to that, Cleveland Cavaliers have a great 3-and-D th- th- three, three guy.
0: I think Isaac Okoro saw the, uh, the rumors the Cavs were looking to replace him in the starting five. So he picked up his slack. And uh, yeah, like you said, the Cavs, all they need is reliable three and D from the from the three spot because their team is so good around them. Uh, yeah. but uh I I was gonna say I, I'm joking about killing Hayes, whatever, but when when there is value on a line, you, you take all like player bias aside. So um props to you for finding that one over there. Uh anything else on Hayes before we wrap up the show?
1: Let's out. How- France game.
0: <laughs> Let's have a France game. I don't know if you speak French. I speak French. Uh, Killian Hayes, a au de notre émission uh, avec ce Paris. Killian Hayes, the focus of our bet on the same game parlay here. I minored in French. I'm fluent in French, by the way. Yeah, Anyways,
1: that's, that's cool. i I actually didn't understand a single word. So.
0: Uh, I I just said he's the the focus of our bet today. Killian Hayes as the Pistons uh, technically host the Bulls, but in Paris for this one. Killian Hayes. Uh, the French American over 11 and half points paired with over five and a half assists. That is minus 110 at DraftKings. That is the only play for today. Let's hope this one cashes. You win one. It's going to be a profitable day. Let's hope we have that here. Um, didn't think we'd be betting on Killian Hayes this season, but credit to him. He really has turned his maybe career around with this stretch of games because he might have been almost out of the league. The way that he was playing but if you guys enjoyed remember to smash that like button support the channel and also subscribe to the board nba for more basketball content just like this me and pips go live right here every weekday around 11 20 11 30 a.m eastern time also be sure to be sure to check out the hammer.bet for more sports betting content especially in the midst of the nfl playoff season thank you again guys let's hope this pick catches supporting the frenchman killian hayes here and we'll see you tomorrow for more from pick and roll We'll